back simon oh great good to be back good to be back to another episode of you talking to me and you <laughs> the show in which simon and i sorry sorry in which me and you discuss yeah. a menu and it's not just any old menu it's a menu from one of america's premier chain restaurants yes does that that i'm just trying to lay out the premise of our show yes you seem you seem you seem skeptical that that's what we do on the show (laughs) no that's a completely accurate description (laughs) okay so each week simon and i take a virtual trip to one of america's premier chain restaurants where we take a head first elegant nose dive what kind of dive do you do into the menu i was i was never a very good swimmer no me either um which you know resulted in me also being a similarly not great diver but Uh were you to dive what style dive would you do into to the menu that we're about to about to hit up belly flop Uh, (laughs) <laughs> Can you name another type of dive style? Swan dive. Swan dive. Excellent. Pencil nose. Pencil nose. Or there's some sort of nose or pencil <laughs> shape. Probably maybe maybe pencil nose isn't a dive, but it still Ooh. feels appropriate for what I'm about to do to this menu. I'm going to pencil nose right into the thing. And sure. so each week we go on an imaginative journey to a restaurant that is minimum one hour commute via public transportation from where Simon and I currently reside. Yes. This week we will be taking a two hour and 14 Minute drive up to the sixth borough, Simon Yonkers. Yeah, to visit a restaurant I'm really excited about. I'm having trouble getting Simon as enthusiastic about it as I am. The Yard House, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, me and you are visiting the Yard House in Yonkers, New York. Simon, before we take a deep dive, a deep pencil nose dive into the menu, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you some trivia. Oh, okay. About Yard House. When, what decade do you think it was founded? Oh, uh, to me, it seems pretty modern. I'm going to say the 2000s. Yeah, it doesn't. Yard House doesn't have the gravitas of like a, a Cracker Barrel about it. You know, it's. Yeah. This is. This has more like a disruptor vibe, you know? This is sort of the, the Uber of chain restaurants, I feel yeah, like. This is, a, this is a Silicon Valley restaurant, if I've ever seen Absolutely. One. Well, Simon, it was founded in Long Beach, just south of Silicon Valley, uh, in 1996. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, now headquartered, like, 
pretty much every restaurant we've been to on this show thus far in Orlando. I'm not sure what sort of tax incentives Orlando offers restaurant chains to headquarter there, but they must be pretty enticing because, again, basically all of these restaurants are headquartered there. Something maybe we could look into in a later episode, give some people some some insight into that industry. I look forward to doing some deep research for this podcast. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll pencil nose into that thing. Uh, <laughs> it's got 61 total locations in 25 different states, so it's in half of the glorious states of this country, and it is currently ranked 12th in Business Insider's Top 20 American Chain Restaurants, Simon. Wow. William, you did do some research into this thing. I read the introductory paragraph in their Wikipedia. Oh, ooh, now you're showing off. Yeah, the whole thing. Maybe 400 words worth of research <laughs> here. Uh, I have to admit, I think I have been to a yard house in Seattle, uh-huh. which tells you everything you need to know about yard house. It, it thinks a lot of itself. <laughs> it's relatively close to New York City, Yonkers. It's in New York. It's not in Jersey. I mean, it might be. It's surely in Jersey as well, but you don't have to go to Jersey to get to it. Right. Uh, it's in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. I think they have a Westchester location as well. Jesus right? Christ. Yeah. What, Actually, I, what drew me to this place, Simon, is the the yard in the title refers to the size of the beer container that you get. Right. One full yard of beer. That's a that's a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. Um, so we are going to hit up Yard House now, Simon. Before before we go, is there there anything you're particularly looking forward to about our journey? Um, I don't think we've gone to a place quite like this, William. I I, I think this is like I I imagine Yard House is kind of like. The, the type of place that um, somebody like Guy Fieri thinks his restaurant is. Yeah, it does feel it does feel classier than the others. Yes. Um, now, <laughs> I say that, and then I just read their their slogan and their logo. Uh-huh. Great food, classic rock. Which, oh, awesome. which for that, me that, is a red flag. Rock theme. Well, yes, you're a, you're a classic rock no goer. I really am. It's a massive genre you want no part of. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with the drink, shall we? Sure. All right. So obviously, whatever I get, I'm going to demand it come in a 64 ounce yard of container. Yeah. Um. But I none of the beers are really jumping off the page to me at the moment. Sure. So I think I'm going to try to possibly hit up one of their either hard seltzers on tap or see if they'll do a cocktail in a yard glass, which I know might, might necessitate us getting a room in Yonkers for the night. Yeah, no worries there. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever looked at property in Yonkers, Simon? Uh, yeah, you're talking to a property nut. Um, 
I think you, I think my memory is that it really depends what neighborhood you're talking about in Yonkers, but like part of Yonkers butts up right against um, Bronxville, where Sarah Lawrence is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that part is very expensive, but you, you can get more home for your buck overall uh, in Yonkers. Okay, so what what are you gonna get? Because I'm I'm having uh, some anxiety about my choice here. Okay, well feel free to switch, but you will not be able to convince me to switch because I found <laughs> the perfect drink, the Crown Apple Mule. Ooh, tell us they a little have, about it. They have a whole list of mules. Um, I it it has Crown Royal, Apple Whiskey, mm, ginger beer, of course, and lemon and mint. So it's uh a, you know the regular ingredients of a mule, but with Crown Royal, apple. Incredible, honestly, incredible, Simon. I am going to get the salted watermelon margarita. Okay. Okay. It's got El Himidor, Silver Tequila, Cointreau, Citrus Agave. Watermelon puree lime. Wow. Now that's classy. That is. Yes, probably with a salted rim. Yeah, yeah. So one knock on this place. Last week, as listeners of the show will know, we went to Rainforest Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and one promise their menu makes, which Yard House does not, is that you get to keep the cup. And for... How awful virtually everything else on the Rainforest Cafe menu was. The (laughs) certainty that I was at least walking away with one extra cup in my life was a huge draw for me. I, you know, other than the mojo bones, I, nothing else (laughs) about that place was as exciting as the cup I could keep. Right. Um, if Yard House, since so much of their identity is based on giving you a yard-sized container in which to consume your drink, imagine how much more alluring it would be if you not only could drink a yard of a liquid that got you very intoxicated, but also got to keep the glass in which you drank the thing. Yeah, I mean, that would be better. I, I, I think, again, this is that's sort of the, the downside of a place that has its nose up in the air. Right, that you don't get to keep as much of the uh, cutlery that you do at at your sort of downscale. Give me the cup. What? (laughs) (laughs) I drink out of it. (laughs) When I drink a salted watermelon margarita, I expect to walk away (laughs) with the cup I drank it out of. Yeah, that's not that's not the kind of thinking Yardhouse engages in, unfortunately. Um, all right, let's head over to the main menu, Simon, and get ourselves some appetizers. Sure. So I'm going to start us off here with the poke nachos. Oh, you bastard! I was going to get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Two things I love in this world. One of them is poke. The other one is nachos. Never even <laughs> crossed my mind that you could combine them two. Actually, there's a third thing I love in this world, and that is being able to keep the cup. But poke nachos, two great things. One <laughs> very weird appetizer. 
Uh, Marinated raw ahi, avocado, cilantro, serranos, green onions, nori, sesame seeds, sweet soy, spiracha aioli, white truffle sauce, and crispy wontons. Head scratcher of an appetizer, but one I am very, very excited to try out. You'd help me out with that one? Yeah, I, I mean that's the that's the best thing on the menu, if you ask me, William. I mean, yeah. I have no idea how good their their poke is, but I hadn't actually read the ingredients before just now. I assumed that it was just like raw fish with a traditional nacho cheese, which sounds totally revolting. Yeah. Um, but this is an elegant reinterpretation of that dish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm going to get the Wisconsin fried cheese curds um, in part because I want to try their honey hot sauce, um, <laughs> which is an interesting combo. Sweet meats meets hot. Um, and horseradish aioli. I guess you get both, but I don't. I sure, guess you a can, double dipper. Right. You can, you can dip. Right. Okay. Sure. Um, how do you feel about the fact that there's an umlaut over the eye in aioli? Oh, great point. I, I mean, I, I've never seen a diacritical mark in the word aioli <laughs> before. And quite frankly, it's throwing me for a cur- Has every other time I've read aioli been inaccurate? Or is Yardhouse stretching... Um, the use of that umlaut there. Yeah, that's that's a bit um, that that's like someone who has been reading like uh, I I don't know like been reading a vocab book or something, and they're like so intent on using big words, right, right, every sentence just to like show off, right. Uh, the prestidigitation think- reflected in the right. yeah. Um, okay, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's unique. I'm not, you know, it's, it's sort of a knock against this place, but I'm still on board thus far in our meal. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, are you getting a soup or a salad? Great question. I'm getting a salad. Great to hear it. Which one? Uh, I'm going to get the kale Caesar. Uh, no, 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 that has raisins. Ah, get it away. Oh, my God. Raisins in a Caesar? Yeah. That That is another strike against this place, unfortunately. I, I completely – and every Caesar has fucking raisins in it. How Jeez. is that? I've, I've never heard of a raisin in a Caesar. No, with great reason. Um, okay, sorry. That was scary. Uh, I've navigated away from that. I'm going to get that's your favorite salad on planet earth. And they have somehow managed to find a way to get you to not order it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, pistachios are in it too. Come on. on. Okay. I've found a safe space. I'm getting the shrimp, traditional Caesar hearts of Romaine, Parmesan crisps, croutons, Caesar dressing, your, your classic stuff. I feel much better much better all right i i can't even look at that that salad i'm just having to read so closely now knowing that they could hide raisins anywhere (laughs) no dish is safe so i'm gonna go with a soup a tomato bisque which i have to assume is raisin free uh but what it is not free of simon is a fried basil leaf on top (laughs) 
Yeah. Mm. Which I think is an exciting uh, uh, topper. Sure. That's that's a safe adventure, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's also available as a gluten-sensitive item. Mm. Which is... You know, a comfort, especially in 2020, you know, when so much uncertainty reigns in the world, to just know that there's gluten sensitivity out there is, is, is <laughs> really nice. Right. We're, we're aiming for racial sensitivity. We'll settle for gluten sensitivity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we sure will. Um, all right. Let's head to the steaks, seafood, and, lest we forget, favorites. Yeah. So we've got your steaks, your seafood, and a catch-all favorites. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't studied the menu. Literally, haven't even looked at this section before, so I have no idea what's on it. Are you getting some something from this, or are you going to go with a pizza, or a street taco, or a grilled burger, or a sandwich? I'm going with favorites or entree. You know, like sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and William, I know. As well as you do, before I say this, that I'm going to be begging you for some of your food. Mm -hmm. Hopefully my um, cheese curds have filled me up. But I cannot say no to the braised short rib ravioli. Ooh. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravioli, you're getting like six, eight. Tops. Yeah. Right, right, right. Not Uh, at this place, though. If they're putting an umlaut on aioli, then you're not getting... You're not getting eight ravioli. It's going to be like one large ravioli. <laughs> Chef, Chef's special one ravioli um, for $17. Uh, I, But it just sounds so good. Not only is there braised short rib in there, but there's also covered in a – it's covered in a spicy tomato cream sauce, mozzarella, and parmesan. That just – every ingredient of that sounds so good. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it sounds out of this world. It's just, maybe double order it? Yeah, I'll, I, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll spend the, the third <laughs> I want to spare your restaurant the embarrassment of bringing me too few ravioli <laughs> by double ordering your entree, please. Can I get a double? And give me the cup. <laughs> and I'm taking this cup, just, just before we get to the end of this meal. Sir, I, I thought you, we gave you a glass, didn't we? Yeah, I put it in my, put it in my wallet. <laughs> a big wallet for a big glass. <laughs> I put one yard of glass in my wallet. <laughs> now somebody take me to the hotel room I rented in Yonkers. Exactly. I, I double my ravioli. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're getting the ravioli. Always a risk at any restaurant, no matter how decadent. Uh, I am going to go ahead and get the street tacos, Simon. Mm, what, so what they have an entire subsection of the menu called street tacos and then they have one option under it <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't even that's that's interesting yeah and it looks like it's um per taco you have to order one taco at a time so it's served with spicy rice and pinto beans which gets me every time i'll do almost anything that's served with rice and beans i'm in on um but each individual taco is $6.25. I'd say I'm probably going to go min three tacos. Yeah, of course. So Amazing. that we're up to 18.75. I'll do four. We don't we don't go to Yonkers often, so 
No. Anybody? I'll live it up. No, I've not spent any time. I mean, I've driven through it many times, taken the train through it, admired it from the train, admired it from a car window. But I've never, you know, taken an afternoon off and wandered the streets of Yonkers. Yeah. We did talk about going to visit um, that Nets Players Juice Bar there one time. Oh, Sean yes. Kilpatrick. Sean Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick had a juice. Oh, boy. A surely ill-fated juice. juice I though. can't imagine it's doing... It was doing well before what just happened in the, the world, but now it's almost certainly gone. All right, so the one taco available to me in the street tacos subsection of this menu, Simon, is a carne asada street taco, which, mm. you know, I'm cool with. I love, a, I love a good carne asada. It's seasoned steak, roasted poblano, crushed avocado onions, cilantro, and salsa verde. Cilantro, Simon. We're we're hosts of a food podcast now. Inexplicably. Cilantro is a thing that food people talk about, right? Because it's a thing that a number of people, you know, for them it tastes like dish soap or something, right? Like it's... And that could just be, you know... That just could be a gluten-sensitive type of situation, but it could also be a real thing. Where are you on the cilantro spectrum? Is it is it is it palatable to you? Do you find yeah. it grossly it offensive? Like, it doesn't taste like so uh, at all. Have, have I told you the story of that that Skyler once told us about his friend who's from like England or something? No. What what happened? And he, okay, so stop me if you've heard this, uh, because you know. Uh, first and foremost, I want to entertain you. Um, <laughs> well, you're doing uh, that, buddy. Yeah, thank you. But he was saying that, like, so his, his friend who's from England or some some, some English speaking country that's not the U.S. and and he's like, and and Skylar is talking to him, and he's like, yeah, we're we're thinking of maybe going to like a taco truck for for dinner, and he's like. Okay, Skyler, but no coriander. And uh, and Skyler's like, sure, yeah, no coriander, okay. And they go and they get tacos, and he and the guy bites in, and he's like, oh, the coriander, because he had, I, I I I did not know this until he told me this story. That is cilantro. I know, I know. I live with a British person. It's yeah, but it was. I mean, it was coated. I mean, yes, any taco, any street taco is going to have cilantro. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I mean, they're two. They two totally different words. Right. There's, it sounds yeah. like there's an umlaut in coriander. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised this place doesn't say it comes with coriander. <laughs> I know this would be the exact type of place that would put coriander on the menu. <laughs> Um, we should let Skylar know that we're doing this podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. Let's move to the dessert menu. So wait, okay. you're, you're, you're a fan of, of coriander. Yes, I like it. Yeah, me too. Coriander, I always knew it as like a, a coriander seeds, right? People, people mm-hmm. put that in as a spice. Okay. Spice I, didn't, I didn't know that, but I believe you. Uh, I might be making that up. All right. Anyway, let's go to the dessert menu. Simon, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm going to have the carrot cake. Okay. Uh, 
I like carrot cake. I like carrot cake. There's no no need to apologize for a carrot cake. It sounds very traditional and bland, but I think done right is uh, absolutely delightful. I I completely agree. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, And this type, William, comes with an extra shot here. They've added powdered sugar. Right, with your traditional cream cheese frosting. Yes. Now, cream cheese frosting, uh, TBH, Mm. could live without. Cream cheese frosting frosting is my cilantro. Oh, okay. Not really. I mean, it's fine. I just don't, I don't particularly like it. All right. Yeah, I know it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to say out loud, but it's true. But Uh, you like cheese, don't you? Do I like cheesecake? Yeah. No, I don't like cheesecake. I think cheesecake is oh, 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 oh. Uh, very, very overrated. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, unless it's uh, unless it's Rainforest Tribal Cheesecake, <laughs> which is to say New York style cheesecake. You know, I don't think we shit on Rainforest Cafe as much as we probably should have last week. We had both yeah. been on a hike. We were both somewhat tired. You were drinking coffee to try to perk up, but it wasn't helping. But uh, it was it was really bad. That said, it only increased my desire to go to it one day. But yep. but it was a crappy menu. Yes. From start defensive, start to finish. Uh, not to mention not to mention somewhat offensive. Um, oh. But anyway, I am going to get to my dessert order here, Simon, and I am going to go for... Now, this is a tough one for me because there are genuinely two things I'm excited about. I think I'll do the bread pudding with creme anglaise. Mm, that smells... That spells William all over. Oh, yeah. Big time. So bread pudding, which I talk about... Enough to make it seem like I know what it is, but actually have no clue what it is. Right. Uh, Creme anglaise, which I'm excited about, with also knowing very, very little about. It's custard vanilla bean cream sauce with powdered sugar. Mm -hmm. That sounds fantastic. So, Simon, quick question about pudding. Okay. When you hear the wood word pudding, uh-huh. does that conjure up an image of a liquid or a semi-solid? Semi-solid. Okay. 100% me too. When you were in England, did you ever get pudding? No. I don't think so. It's, it's liquid. Huh. Yeah, I ordered a piece of cake. I forget what it was called. A piece of cake, and then they asked if I wanted pudding on it which I thought was completely absurd, so I said no. But I was looked at like I had, you know, killed one of the queen's corgis. Right, and right. And Claire got, got pudding on hers, and it was – it just meant basically what you would think of as like melted frosting. Right, yeah, like a drizzle. A drizzle, yeah, a drizzle. Well, yeah, you want to get pudding. Yeah, you want to get pudding. What is bread pudding? I to me, it, it's like it 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 does have actual pieces of bread in it. Yeah, I don't know. I I have no idea. 
I, I've probably had bread pudding maybe twice in my life. I, I really don't know anything about it. I like rice pudding. Yeah, well, you're human. Right. <laughs> Yoka, that's where I really go Ta- wild. Sure. Well, the thing about rice pudding that I like, um, I've, you said tapioca? Yeah. Well, the thing I like about rice pudding is that it has it usually has cinnamon on top of it. Yes, it does. Which for me, really, if you put cinnamon on your dessert, I'm in. Yeah, no, I I hear you. Here's one thing you gotta watch out for in some um, rice puddings: raisins. Yeah. We're back to raisins. Oh, great we'll point. Up. Great point. That said, I'm not categorically opposed to raisins. I'm categorically opposed to them in a savory dish. Yes. Which all salads should be. Yeah. Uh, which all like pork dishes should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if they sneak into a rice pudding, mm-hmm. I think I could I could countenance it. Yeah, it makes much more sense than in a Caesar salad. That <laughs> much, that <laughs> That's unprecedented. I I honestly we could I think we could do a hundred more of these episodes and we wouldn't come across a Caesar salad that has a fucking raisin in it. Yeah, no, that somebody, somebody, like, I think the, like, son of the owner must have designed that one or something. You, if you want a really slight a menu item, you knock it as being the creation of the, the cokehead son of the owner. You did yes. that, you did that at the Rainforest Cafe, too. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, it looks like this appetizer menu was designed, designed by the owner's son. It's like, ah. I'd rather have a rail than think of something other than a chicken tin and a quesadilla. Right, exactly. William, I hate nepotism. You know that about me. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's ruining American enterprise, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Simon, would you suggest a couple locations where listeners who feel equally strongly about raisins not entering into savory dishes might follow us and give us recommendations for potential menus? Yes, please send us uh, an email at uh, you talking to me and you me menu you talking y-o-u right? y-o-u yeah okay talking to to the number to the number to the number Menu, M E N U. You talking to me? You? You talking to me? You. Um, to the number, uh, or follow us on Twitter for sure. What are our other? Do you have an Instagram? Instagram? Instagram is really where the action's at. Great, we've got a great Instagram. Um, that I was unaware of before this episode, but will now be fully aware of. Uh, send us menu suggestions, send us your thoughts, comments, questions, send us anything you like, as long as it's not vitriolic and hateful. Right. Or <laughs> a raisin-based savory dish. Right, right. Or if you happen to be the sci- the coked-up scion of a restaurant <laughs> chain who includes things like quesadillas and spinach artichoke dip is the only appetizers you can get at a legendary mist-filled rainforest cafe. Don't even bother following us at you talking to the number menu 
<laughs> at gmail.com. You are a parasite on humanity. <laughs> and you're surely listening to this podcast. <laughs> but stop now. Yeah, stop. Quit it. Quit it. Cut it out. Do, uh, do the booger sugar and get out. <laughs> I wonder what the impact of of Corona has been on the booger sugar trade. <laughs> I have to say, William, I'm lame enough to have no idea. I if I if I had to have booger sugar tonight, <laughs> there is no chance I could acquire it. That's how shitty of a life I currently lead. <laughs> This is just a booger sugar free zone at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, rate and review us. Thanks for listening uh, and making it to the 32 minute mark. You're, you know, have a have a bread bread pudding or something to give treat yourself. And, and really do send a recommendation. We'd love menu recommendations. We will get to them at some point in the future. Um, and I guess we'll talk to you next time. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. I took a little nap with a little salt twist. Squished a rotten peach in my fist. And dreamed about